This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode here on the Mindful Experiment. I'm your host, Dr. Vic, and excited to have you guys on as this week's interview was with Mark Petrowski, and it was it's an awesome interview, all about longevity. If you're looking to live to 500, this is the episode for you. Yes, this is this is with it. And when we were talking with Merrick about longevity and in, in, in our conversation, he said next 20 years. We, we, we should be able to accomplish that feat and much more. But it's one of the things where not only we talk about longevity, Merrick's coming out with a documentary and he's been traveling the world for the last three months. He's going a whole nother, he's going to do a whole year with a 17 year old son, which I think is just amazing. And towards the end of the episode, we talk about his experience with his son and what are the ups and downs and what has been so fruitful for him in that experience. We get into his three spheres of longevity what he is learning from interviewing from the top scientists in the world on longevity itself and what can it do for ourselves. And, and, and if you've been listening to the mindful experiment, you know, one of them is mindful, the mind and your perception of life and how you see things from the mind. And we get into that and so much more. I know this episode is going to be awesome for you as much as it was for me, as I was so excited to have him on and dive into longevity as it's such a hot topic. So with any, without any further ado, here is Merrick Petrowski. Merrick, welcome, welcome to the show. Hi, Vic. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm uh, excited to have you on. I've been learning a little bit about your journey and what you're up to. And I think this is going to be a fun convo. It's going to create some inspiration for others. And uh, I'm looking forward to this, this time together. So thanks for taking time to be on with us. As the listeners know, I like to get right into things. So tell me a little bit about your story, but kind of how you got into what you're doing today. Like, what, what led you to this? To the path? What's the path that led you to where you are today? All right. So most of my life, I was in marketing and I was leading big advertising companies and working for top brands that now I'm not so happy about, you know, like Coca-Cola, BK, Pizza Hut, and all the big ones. Not so great for longevity. And... Um, at one point, I decided, hey, I have to get inspired and do something else. And I was traveling a lot. Uh, I spent a lot of time in California. And there I went to an amazing conference about the technologies that are going to change the world within the next 10, 20, 30 years. And that was about, about uh, you know, cosmos and space exploration, but it was also about cryonics and longevity. And that inspired me. I just decided, hey, I want to do something that is important for the world and not just serve whatever, you know, and have a meaningless life. And then I decided, okay, first I have to go in the direction of longevity just to make sure I will live a couple of hundreds of years. I know this is uh, a big goal. And then I can turn into space exploration and just to fly to other planets. So that was the start. It took me a couple of years. You know, I think the industry wasn't ready for me yet. So I went into robotics. Uh, but this year in March, I told my company, hey, I can just help you do what you do 
just one or two days a week, and the rest I dedicate to longevity. And that's how I decided to go on a quest with my son around the world to learn about longevity to its deepest and uh, to get to know the whole industry and then to share it with the world by doing a documentary with my son, Beyond Time. I love that. I love how you're doing this with your son. I think that's just awesome. What what a what a memory that he will cherish for the rest of his life and remember this time. So I think that's just uh, awesome to do. And I'm, I love. I can't wait to dive a little more into that. But before I do, I, I just have to ask you. You're know, talking about space exploration. You're in robotics. I mean, is that are you looking to create? Like, are you in? The, are, is one of your goals to have like a robot or a robotic system? Uh, you know, like that you don't have to worry about doing anything. It'll take care of it for you and get you into outer space and all that fun stuff. You know, I think it's all about living. It's about enjoying life. So if someone else or something else is doing everything for you, it's not fun anymore. So that's not for me. Of course, robotics, AI is great to speed up the research, to give us more possibilities. But hey, like we still need living. And I couldn't agree with you more, though. That's one thing that got me years ago. I started going into like woodworking, and I'm such a novice at it still to this day. But it's one of the things where you can just go buy a table or dining room table or something like that, or I can make it myself. And there's just something different about me making it. Yes, there's a lot of mistakes because I am learning, but it's like, that's mine. I made that. That was made by me. And maybe there's pride in there, but you said something about, you know, if everyone's just doing everything for you, it's not living. And I think there's a, there's, there's a lot to that. And I can't wait to break that down a little bit too. Um, cause I've noticed that now, now it's fun because my wife wants something and I could say, take a picture and I can build it for you. And I've gotten, I've gotten a lot better now. She's even seen like, we were just taking down one of my first projects I ever did like seven years ago. And the way I was fixing it, because we were shrinking, it was a king size headboard and footboard and we made it a queen. And cause I didn't want to buy a new one. And I said, you know how much woods on this? I go, you know how much this costs? I was like, let's just, let's just keep, this is such great work. This is quality. It's, it's going to last a very long time. And um, then she saw me do the work. She's like, I could see you've improved a little bit. I'm like, I'm learning. I'm getting there, but it's enjoyable. <laughs> so I wanted to comment on that just to share. But what are some of the things that, you know, you said you're going to live a couple hundred years. I mean, genes say we can leave at least, at least live based on the genes, 120. And that's just based on our very minimal knowledge of what we know. Um, what are some of the cool things about longevity that really intrigues you? Okay, so first of all, Yes, 120 is for now, you know, with all the treatments and the knowledge about medicine and our body that we have now. But when we started our quest in Ireland, uh, it was at Longevity Summit Dublin, and we had an opportunity to interview top scientists from all over the world. And one of the interviews was with Steve Horvath, a very renowned scientist who is very cautious about you know saying crazy stuff and when i ask him about longevity escape velocity so and longevity escape velocity is a moment when you know each year we will be getting more years to our lifespan than the year that is passing so, so actually we will start living longer and longer every year and not die and i asked him about that and he said you know like now we can live to 120 but with radical life extension uh, tools that are coming, it might be uh, possible to change that. And actually, 
we will get to longevity escape velocity because it's pure math. So whether it's going to be in 10 years or in 50 years, it's coming. So uh, this is like the best thing that it's not science fiction anymore. Like this is the real science. And th this gives me a lot of hope and confidence. No, I love that because, I mean, a lot of the stuff that I've looked into when it comes to longevity, I mean, it's it's all about how do we slow down the clock, right? And and when you're talking about the escape of velocity and everything, to really slow that down drastically. Um, and I always say, I don't know if we'll ever be able to stop that clock per se, but there are theories that we will, might be able to. Um, but there are some cool things where when you start looking at like basic regenerative medicine, I mean, how we can repair joints and now we can look at organs, potential potentiality of organ healing and re regrowth and stuff like that. I mean, I know supplements that could potentially do that. But then we go into, this is the world I love. That's why I want to have you on the show. There's frequency medicine and quantum healing, quantum beds and stuff like that. And I heard that's going to be a game changer. When you're talking about escape velocity, this is going to be where you can take something and restore, not to the... Again, I don't know where that can go, but the potential of what I keep hearing and what I've read and when I get chances to um, is mind blowing to be able to know. And then for some people, maybe the listeners are hearing this and going, that's great. But how much would that cost for someone to utilize something that can help them? Or what are the methodologies that are out there right now that you've been in your research that are showing or that can help or are ways to create this longevity and hit that escape velocity? All right, so of course, it's a huge topic. We could talk about that for hours. I'll just start at the beginning. So uh, longevity has three areas for me. The first one is longevity basics. So these are things that we can already do right now. You know, nutrition, mindset, uh, sleep, lifestyle choices, and so on. Like, and we should all do it. You know, like not doing it, it's like, it's like a death wish. Then the second part is I call it biohacking upgrades. And these are supplements, medications, you know, cold plunges, saunas, red light therapy, and so on. There's quite a lot of it. And we should all also do as much as we can to stay, uh, you know, as healthy as possible for another 20 years. And then I believe that within the next 20 years, we will get to the real usage of radical life extension tools. And then we will be able to prolong our lives by 20, 50, or 100 years, ultimately, you know, just step by step. And then why not hundreds? So these are these three, three spheres. And I even put it on a longevity map that I created uh, before our quest. And we're just filling in the blanks. So, okay, getting to your question, because I understand that you are more interested about this radical life extension. So, yes, it is coming. And we have a lot of that. Usually when my uh, friends, you know, doubt when I say, hey, I want to eat at least 500, you know, because one lifetime is not enough. And they, oh, man, you know, you're crazy, you know, maybe 150 or something. And then I say, you know, there is just one technology after out of thousands that are being developed, and it's called 3D bioprinting. And this will give us spare parts. So imagine having a car without spare parts. It's going to die within the next two or three years. So we are like this car without spare parts. And we, now we're getting them, you know, you need an eye, you get an eye, you need a heart, you get a heart, you need a liver and so on and so on. So only these, I believe, will get us another 50 years or more. And, but then something that is just right around the corner, these are genetic therapies. Uh, and 
uh, we met uh, Liz uh, Parrish, who is uh, a CEO of BioViva, uh, a company based in the US. And they are working on the genetic therapies to prolong our life substantially. And they are, uh, you know, stopping uh, muscle dystrophy or stopping mind deterioration, or they are activating, activating our mitochondria. And they are already available. They still need to be tested on, you know, thousands of people uh, and, and many, many cases. But uh, it's not that we're going to wait for it for another 50 years. It's just, you know, just just here, just here. So I love that. And I told Liz that whenever she needs a, a lab rat, uh, I'm here, you know, just test it on me. I'm open because she tested it on herself and the results were, you know, astonishing. Yeah, it's just cool. And I, I'm, I'm only intrigued because that's the stuff I keep looking at. I've heard about the bioprinting and all that stuff. And, and, and it's just going to be next level stuff that can, you know, instead of needing someone else's, let's say a kidney or whatever it may be, it's just, there you go. We'll, we'll be printed up. Here it is. And it's, and, and so forth, um, which is kind of cool. So we'll, let, we'll scale it down. I, I went to the big one. Now we'll go to the other ones, the ones you were sharing earlier. Um, so let's get to that first one. You were talking a lot about mindset and nutrition and stuff like that. And I know before we hopped on, you talked a little bit heavy on the mindset side. I love to just, you know, start there because these are things that people can do starting today. Um, yes. what are some, I mean, you, you, and, and I'm just, I'm, I'm tipping into the mindset side, but what, whatever you want to share, go for it. But it's one of the things that, um, what are things that people can start doing today on that low hanging fruit that the first step, the first fear that you shared with us. So. I believe that the right mindset is the most important one because if you are unhappy with your life, if you're depressed, if you, you know, don't want to live another day, then you're going to die soon. Uh, and when you have a will to live and you love every day and you just can't wait to see another one and you have a purpose in your life, then it just pulls you forward. And you need this mindset you know, to... Uh, prioritize your wellness over uh, convenience. Because I think that now the biggest problem of our world is convenience. People choose just eating fast food or eating whatever is in the fridge over cooking something <laughs> amazing for themselves. Or they choose just watching TV over going and exercising or being active outside and so on. So I think that uh, convenience is the biggest threat to our lifespan and our health span. And if you have the right mindset, you will overcome that. So that's the basis. Of course, you have mindfulness, you have meditation, and a lot of tools that you can have. And also being social in your life and just loving yourself and loving the others is the basics. And then you can go to the next level and think about your nutrition, think about being active, prioritize your sleep and you know sleep at least seven eight hours a day which regenerates you and 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 so so many more and this is right here right now and just to give you a glimpse into how that is important there is statistic that being active exercising every day is more important than not having diabetes and not smoking so it's better to exercise while having diabetes and, and smoking rather than not exercising and being healthy. Crazy, isn't it? And it only takes 20 minutes. I mean, you don't need much. You know, minimum exactly. of 20, right? 
Um, what a great small little amount for an investment in there. And I love how you're sharing with the mindset. I mean, it's everything. I mean, even even if you don't believe that you can live the 500, right? It's not going to happen. Well, you know, but there's things coming now that it can support that intrigue or open up or live long, live a longer life. Because a lot of times people aren't afraid to get, they're not afraid about, and I may, I may say this wrong, but they're not afraid about getting older. They're just afraid about the physical state of what they'll be when they're at that state. It sounds about the same thing though, but um, you get what I'm saying that, right? Because like, I always tell people like when I used to, I mean, I'm a chiropractor. It's the thing I've done. So I've worked a lot of patients. And when it talks about like getting older, they're always like, ah, you know, I, you know, I kind of don't look forward to it. I'm like, why? Well, you know, as you're older, things get worse, things this. And I'm always like, don't think that because if you really, if you really, and here's how I I share this with listeners here on the, the podcast and so forth is that when you truly believe in something, even it, it may, what's going to happen is you're going to be exposed to someone like yourself who's doing all this research. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, this is cool. This is intriguing. Where before, if you didn't believe it, you would have heard somebody would have heard this kind of information and just totally their mind would have just excluded it. It would have filtered it out and never heard of it. And they wonder why that goes down that route. So that's why I was, I love the mindset side of things. Cause I think that's crucial in all, even before nutrition, even before anything else, because you can take something that's good nutritionally but if you think that it's not going to help you and you fully believe in it, it's not going to do nothing for you. So what are some of the, some things that, so we got the the mind, mindset side of things. What about some nutrition? I, you mentioned cold plunge and saunas. You're talking my world. So let's, let's, let's chat here. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of fun in it. Of course, nutrition, it's a complicated topic because you have so many different information all around you. But first of all, uh, uh, we just came from Okinawa in Japan, and they have a rule of eating 80% full. And, you know, science says if you eat 80% full, you have 80% of the waste that all the other people have around you. So this is like very, very important, just not overeating. This is the first rule. Uh, the other one is just, first of all, not eating sugar, because this is the killer. And of course, you know, we don't like when we are told what to do, what not to do, what eat, what not to eat. But in my opinion, as we did with the cigarettes, and there you can see, you know, what cigarettes do to you on all the packages. I think they, the same thing should go with Coca-Cola or Nesquik or all the other things that contain sugar. Just saying, okay, you eat sugar, you get a cancer. You eat sugar, you get diabetes. It, like people should know about that. And I think that there should be regulation around that because this is like the biggest threat to us all now. And I've heard that all these tobacco companies are switching to food industry because they can make people, uh, you know, just uh, addicted to that again. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with you. I mean, I mean, sugar, they've done studies with, I think it was mice and they're, they were cocaine addicted mice. And then they put sugar there and they wanted to see who won. I think it was 45 mice in total. And I think 43 out of the 45 switched over to the sugar, you know, yeah. just from an addicted, addicted property on top of everything else. Yeah. And I love the whole 80% full. So basically you're saying that you, you, you eat to a point to where you feel 80% full. Yeah, exactly. And like this already gives you a huge advantage. Just don't over it. 
I'm gonna have to work. I'm gonna have to work on that. Thanksgiving's coming up here in the United States, and I'm I'm so looking forward to jam packing my stomach. So it's gonna be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like that. And so, what about um, you know you, you mentioned um, cold plunges and things like that. Um, what are some of the things that people can do? I mean, you said saunas. Uh, what are the things on top of that for that second sphere? So. We have a lot of supplements that we know are working well for longevity. And, you know, just look them up, test them. But what all the scientists were saying, at this moment, you should maybe take two or three supplements. Because if you take more of them, they can counteract with each other and actually do more harm than, than do good. So uh, unless... Uh, we will get to, you know, regular screening of our body, of our blood, saliva and everything. And we will know that these supplements were good for us. Like, let's wait. I think it's still one or two years to go till we will have regular screening available, like, you know, like every week or every month. I've just uh, read an article that there are going to be in US, like small boxes uh, with AI doctor where you can go and test your blood, test your saliva, test your DNA. I think it's going to be a big breakthrough soon. So uh, these are supplements. I love saunas and cold plunges. And actually, as we were traveling with my son, we were so happy when we came to Japan and there they have the culture of saunas and cold plunges. And we just love that because this gives you energy and this is working as hormesis. So it makes you a little bit, bit of harm, but then it triggers your body to regenerate and it does a lot of good to you. But then you have these red light therapies and there you have hyperbaric chambers which do you know miracles with your body and many, many, many more. So some of them are you know just readily available you know, around the corner. To some, you have to go to longevity clinics. But as I'm talking to my friends and showing them this longevity map, I'm just saying, you know, just do whatever you can from that. You don't have to do everything. Because sometimes people are asking, oh, is Bluetooth good for me? Is, good, is Wi-Fi good for longevity? I say, no, probably it's not so great, but it doesn't matter so much. It's like a promile of, uh, of the impact you, you're getting from all the other stuff. So, you know, just do whatever you can to stay as healthy as possible for another 20 years. And in the meantime, the scientists will get really great breakthroughs. I love it. Now, and I tell people sometimes I love hyperbaric chambers. Um, I've been some of the old school, you know, ones that you like get sealed in all, you know, metal and all that. And I mean, that freaked me out, but pretty cool stuff. But I always tell people too, like, they'll be, well, you know, I can't do it all the time or I can't afford it. I said, just do breath work. It's you oxygenate the body. It's just not oxygenating at the high levels of that, but you're still going to oxygenate your body. So that way, of course, it's amazing. Oh, it's it's. I've been practicing that for ten years now, and it's. Uh, I'm so blessed to have been to been exposed to that. It's a game changer. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, it's amazing how the with the hot and cold, what it can just do. You know, some people say I can't afford a cold plunge, or I can't go take cold showers. You can do that, right? Exactly. Even though I don't, here's the weird thing: I don't like cold showers. I rather go jump in like forty degree water than take a cold shower. Some people think it's a little weird, but if, if you've taken cold showers, you know, you don't just get one hit. You get one, you got to turn, turn and turn. And then after maybe four or five, you're like, okay, now my body's used to this. Cold plunge, yeah. it's all at once, you know, 10, 15, 20 seconds. And then I'm like, all right, I'm good now. Yeah. But actually, you know, when uh, we talk with my son, 
about saunas and cold plunges. Cold plunges are the best part of the sauna, <laughs> at least for us. <laughs> I love that. Especially when, now when you're doing the sauna, are you doing infrared or are you doing the, the, the dry heat one? Uh, the dry one. Yeah, that, see, that's the one. I, I have the infrared, but it's one of the things that I like to... Uh, I told my wife next next project in the next year or two, or maybe if we when we build a house or something, I told her I wanted to I want to build a dry sauna just for that purpose, so I can go into 180 degree temps and higher, and then hop in cold, and then just cycle through that, which would be a lot easier than because infrared's great, but it's, it only gets like 140. Mine yeah. only it might it might with me in there, it probably only gets about 130. But I sweat, it's hot, but it's not to that level of intense heat. Um, I digress. So let's talk a little bit about your son really quick. I mean, this is such a cool journey. How old is your son? My son is 17. He just finished his high school and I took him on a gap year. I love that. And so how's the experience been for you for a dad and everything that you're going through, being able to take your son through this? Because is, is he passionate and curious about longevity also? Or is it something that you're just like, let's just spend time together and join me on this and we'll 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 make memories together? So uh at the beginning, it was he was curious about that, but he was not as passionate as, as I was. Uh, but he said, okay, let's go on this trip. Let's explore this longevity. But at one point when I told him uh, that we're going to do a documentary uh, during our quest, uh, at, at the beginning he said, oh, I didn't sign up for that. You know, like you are a longevity advocate. I'm not. I just want to have, you know, a great time, go surfing, go hiking and explore all these countries. But then I asked him, Alec, do you take care of your body? Yes, I do. Do you take care of your nutrition? Yes, I do. So I say, you are a biohacker. So, and when you inform other people about that, your friends, you are becoming a longevity advocate. And that's how it started. And then when we started traveling and he was also interviewing these top scientists from all over the world or healers on Bali or in other you know, countries, he became more and more into that, uh, like interested in that. And and now, you know, he's full longevity advocate. So uh, I'm really proud about that. Love that. What's, what's one of the greatest things you've enjoyed so far having just your son through this whole process? And there's probably a lot of them, but if you can just think of what, what's the first one that comes to mind? So the first thing is that it's not all beautiful and pinky and so on we have our you know hard times and we are angry at each other but then you know we are together like 24 hours a day and we sleep in the same room in the same hotel and so on so we just have to resolve all the problems so you know we go apart for a little bit and then say okay let's talk and we just go deeper and deeper into our relationship and we get more and more flow and usually when we meet people on the way and they're asking how can you survive together for a year? I would never be able to do it with my father. I would never be able to do it with my daughter. And, you know, we say, I don't know. We just go along. We just learn how to fix stuff between us. And, and I think this is the most amazing part. Like we would never have that just living in our country, in our apartment at home. No, it's true. I, you remember you, you said earlier, you know, convenience is a thing. And I always say convenience, it, when every time, anytime you do something with convenient or you have, to, it's convenient, there's a loss there. You're giving up something and you're doing something where, you know, being at home and just, you know, having them there all around us and that, and you'll have that there, there's a convenience there. 
But when you have those struggles, that was a question I was going to ask, but you answered it already. In those hard moments or those hard times, or just the the the, the turbulence of any relationship, because there's going to be turbulence. I love what you know, there, and I appreciate you being honest and sharing that. But that deepens the bond and relationship. And, and would you agree that has for you and your son? And you guys are only what three months into the journey, right? Exactly. I, I'm all. I'm so curious to see how it's going to be at the end of all this and how much more stronger of a bond you're going to have with your son and just this whole entire thing. Yeah, I think it's it's going to be you know, better and better and better. Like, And we will almost become like one. And for me, also, it's a big lesson because anytime, you know, we're not aligned, I'm just thinking, is he a mirror for me? Am I a mirror for him? Like, is what he behaves... Is it because he saw that in me? So, you know, it's like constant analysis and just learning curve. So uh, I love that. It's not so <laughs> easy, but that's wonderful. So this for me is the best thing. And when I, you know, talk with my friends back home, I just tell them, you know, just try to do that with your daughter, with your son, even for half a year. Just do that. Be bold. Challenge yourself. Don't stay in the safe zone. No, I love that. I, I couldn't agree with you more on all that. I mean, I remember when when I was getting ready to move from Chicago to go to Tennessee, and and it was one of those things where we had an investment property that we were able to get. And I told my dad, I grew up with my dad. All we did was work. That was kind of like my relationship with him. Whenever he needed help with his business, I uh, his, his his work, I would I just have to go. And so I said, Dad, I'm going to turn the table around. It's going to be you and me. We're going to work on a project that I'm excited for. It's going to be a lot of work for you too, but uh, we'll bond in that. And it was great. It was some outside norm. It was an inconvenience. I was in a car with him for eight hours down, eight hours back, every once a month, every weekend for 10 months. But at the end of it all, it was it was a great journey just to connect. I heard stories that my dad never told me, a story about, you know, maybe about himself or his upbringing. Or, and it's just stuff that I never heard. And I was just like, I would have never known that if we didn't do something, which was an inconvenience. Because some people are like, why are you doing an investment property uh, eight hours away from your house? You're going there once a month. You run a business. You got other another business that you're running, and you're going to spend a one week, one month a week, one weekend a month away from your wife, and all this other stuff, and blah 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 blah. And I was like, it'll be all worth it. I get to bond with my dad. So I just love the 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 the, the what you got going on there, and I and the mirror thing is so true. Our kids, if if a parent can really just stay aware and see in their children, because it is a there are a part of you, and sure. they can help you heal. I mean, I only have a daughter that's 16 months. And what she's done for me in 16 months has been mind-blowing because this is stuff that anytime, I'm always being trying to be aware as much as I can. What do I need to heal on next? What's showing up? What's coming up? And then I have to ask those questions too. So I love that. Um, it's exciting. Imagine that's what when I said. she will be 17. <laughs> oh, I can only imagine. And so that's why I'm like, after the end of all this, I'm going to have to have you back on. I want to, I want to, that, I think that's a, an avenue we can tap into more um, if you're interested. Um, but before we wrap up, I want to just hear for the listeners, how can they find you, connect with you, follow their journey, all that good stuff. So first of all, we have an Instagram account, Longevity Advocate. And very important that if you'd like to get this longevity map that we are following, just DM me map, M-A-P, and you will get it straight away. And I think it's the first step to your longevity. Then we have the website, longevityadvocate.com, where are the basics of longevity. But the most important will be the movie that we are working on now, so Beyond Time. And uh, in a couple of weeks, we're going to release a trailer. 
so you can get the feeling of our journey, how amazing it is, and and just wait for that. It will be probably you know a year to wait because as we finish our journey, we will still have to edit it for like three months. But I believe it's going to be worth it. Well, I can't wait to check it out, um, Merrick. Thank you for taking the time to come out and listen and share your wonderful wisdom and your journey and your story and in your journey with your son and everything with us here. Uh, I commend you on all this. I love it. I'm going to be definitely following and keep in touch with you and uh, um, keep up the great work, my friend. Thank you. And I hope to see you soon uh, in real life. I look forward to it. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing it with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.